Welcome to the Career Confidence for Immigrants podcast. My name is Sonia Ortiz and I'm your host. If you're a newcomer to a country, this is not the show for you. But if you've been stable in a country for a while and you feel stuck with indecision, self-doubt and confusion about your career and you want to start feeling better in your day-to-day work life, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. So I feel like starting this episode today with a bit of a story time. So this is going to be your chisme and cafecito style segment, because I'm doing really well today, but I did have a lot of mind drama over the weekend. And I think you're going to find this funny, at least. So last Sunday, we realized that is me and my husband, that his Facebook account was hacked. And this is the first time something like this happens to me. So I get so freaking angry. And what's really annoying is that the hackers also get access to his Facebook ads manager account, which has a credit card link to it. So basically, they spend thousands of dollars on ads for some kind of shady loan shark Facebook page. Now, listen, we're good. I can laugh at this right now. We took all the steps. We called the bank. We replaced the car. We opened a ticket with with Facebook. We kicked the hackers out of his account. So it's all good. But what was really funny and interesting is that uh, my husband has years of experience working in banking and finance. And his reaction when we realized that they had also hacked the credit card was like zero dramatic compared to mine. But from a mindset perspective, what's really funny about that story, it's a couple things. Number one, I was reminded of how much brains love to have this tendency to blame and find fault and then get into regret. <laughs> so when I was in the middle of helping him regain access to his account, of course, my mind was spinning, trying to where to put the blame. Who was the culprit? What was the source of this, right? Why didn't I have a separate account to manage our ads? Why didn't my husband change his password sooner? Whose fault is it, right? Have you been ever in a situation like this where you really, really want to find who, who's to blame, right? <laughs> Of course, a cool thing about not believing every single one of my thoughts right now is that, yes, those thoughts were really loud and insistent and they were totally trying to haunt me. But when you don't automatically believe them and react to them, it's way better because you have more space to react however you want to react. So I, of course, you know, had a couple minutes of feeling really confused, really angry, but then I got my cognitive functions back again into taking productive actions, such as, like I said, calling the bank, recovering the account and so on. So the second observation, number two, it's more at a personal level. It it was just reminding myself how the thought of losing money like this, the fact that someone hacked the account and stole the money from us, this, you know, when I have this thought that, you know, they stole that money, that totally trigger a fear response in me, like an alarm, like, oh my God, we're not safe here. And by the way, I'm not wishing that I had reacted any differently. I think having that first initial response when you're attacked, because after all, being hacked is an attack, 
uh, there is, it is normal to react in a bit of a dramatic way. You know, we want to react, we want to protect ourselves, right? But the important thing is to be able to get back into a more calmer place and be able to draw the lessons, which in our case, we did take note of the lessons that we needed to learn from this experience. And yeah, I, I was really glad to have the co the tools to coach myself because I was able to process that whole cycle of emotions, like the shame, the regret, the anger, the sadness, relatively quickly in just a couple hours and get into productive action in a very short time frame versus, you know, indulging in it for like two days or a full week. Because honestly, if this had happened like four or five years ago, I think, first of all, I would have let my husband totally handle the whole thing, the whole burden of it, because I would have been way too exhausted from spinning in my own mind and, you know, to be of any help. So that is really the value of managing our own mind and our internal state is that we can actually be of more help to others. And again, I don't mean to imply that having these tools makes you superhuman or immune to any negative emotion or experience. That is not the point. That's part of being human. It's part of the human experiences. But what happens is that you get back from things more quickly. So your resiliency increases. So Let's talk about something else. So that was a huge intro. Thank you for listening to my story. So now let's talk about the topic of today's podcast, which is career models, shall we? So I wanted to do an episode on career models because I recently did a live stream with my friend Vanessa Leong inside her Facebook group. Vanessa is a fellow life coach based in Vancouver and she also happens to be a second generation immigrant, so she will be coming to the show in the near future. And by the way, she let me repost that interview into my YouTube channel. So I will leave that in that link in the show notes. But something interesting that came out during that interview that I didn't know I wanted to articulate in this way is the idea that I want to be an example for others on how your career can look however you want it to look. So just to recap, right now it is January 2021 and I have three businesses. Two of them I run with my husband and all of them are based on passions we have. And that being said, I've broken and I keep breaking all of the possible rules of business building like ever. So for example, rules that say you're supposed to focus on one thing only. Another rule that says you're supposed to scale one business, grow it, and then start the second one. You can't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. You're not supposed to be mixing pleasure and work. You're not supposed to do it all yourself. You're supposed to always be hiring people. You can never make big money if you don't hire and so on, right? I can keep going forever with so many things that we hear about the proper ways to build a business, right? And keep in mind that these rules, these rules for business building are simply thoughts and ideas that I've read in books or in a podcast interview or YouTube video or some something I heard someone with more experience and better business results than I have 
say, right? And here's the thing. Other people's advice and stories can be very, very powerful. There's a reason why we should listen to our elders and to anyone who has more experience than us in something. There is definitely a place for that. And other people's stories and lessons can help us, you know, expand and learn new things. But other people's knowledge also has its limitations. You will end up learning your unique lessons through your own experience and discovery and taking of actions. So you get to decide what success looks like for yourself, regardless of how many rules are written about that subject. And keeping that in mind, my goal with this episode is to give you some ideas on career models that you're allowed to explore just to get your creativity flowing, okay? So I will go model by model, giving you some ideas, and I want you to notice if you resonate with any of these models. Notice where you go, oh yeah, this is me, or where you go, okay, that isn't me right now, but that sounds kind of interesting. So let's get started. Model number one. You can have a boring job, quote unquote, (laughs) that pays the bills, but occupy yourself with lots of hobbies and passion projects outside work. There's absolutely no shame in this if you are this person. Not everybody needs to have a job that they love and they make, they're absolutely passionate and excited about. Some people even enjoy having a boring job, quote unquote, (laughs) because it allows them to have more energy for other stuff outside of work. These people may even reject a promotion at work in favor for some comfort. Why? Because they get their energy somewhere else. So if we were to think of an archetype for this kind of person, imagine a government employee who's also super passionate about improv comedy, let's say. So that would be an example. Model number two. You can have a job that really challenges you and inspires you and fulfills you. You may be one of those people who don't want to have a boring job. You really care about work. Your perspective might be something like, if I'm going to be allocating so many hours to doing something, I want it to be meaningful and matterful to me. And that makes total sense. If this is you, it's okay that you're very choosy and picky about your jobs. So if we were to choose an archetype, imagine maybe a developer, a full stack developer who likes to change jobs every couple of years just to keep their skills and and knowledge really sharp and alive. Model number three, you can have a part-time job or maybe have no real job at all because a partner or a family member is the main breadwinner, quote unquote, in the family. You may be the supportive partner or you may be the one who chooses to take care of the kids or say, take care of the house. And that is totally okay. You are not less empowered if you are a homemaker. You're not less worthy if you're not bringing as much money as your partner. If you're in a consensual relationship with where all parties are agreeing to this arrangement and it makes sense for you and your lifestyle and your finances, then all the power to you. So an archetype for this would be, for example, a stay-at-home dad with a partner who's a lawyer. Now, model number four, you can have a job that you really like and you want to keep that job while also being super passionate about building a side hustle. You may prefer calling your side hustle something like a monetized hobby or a passion project. And this isn't a problem. You're allowed to play with a project. 
not all side hustles need to become six or seven figure businesses right away. And it's also okay if you have those goals in the future too. The archetype for this model might be, for example, an insurance insurance broker who's also a podcaster and he's looking to make some money on the side through his podcast. Now, model number five, you could be transitioning from being a hobbyist business owner to a more businessy type of business. So it's normal to have imposter syndrome during this phase because you may be asking yourself, well, at, at what money mark, what revenue mark do I get to call myself a real business owner? And here's the thing, you get to choose that. There's no thought or business police or thought police telling you what to think. If, you know, growing your business is your thing, then keep putting one foot in front of the other and you will get there. So an archetype for this kind of model would be, for example, an administrative assistant who's doing nutrition coaching on the side and she wants to grow that business so she can quit and travel the world, let's say, (laughs) whenever we will be able to travel the world again. That's an example. Now, model number six, you can be a creative person who takes part-time jobs and side jobs to support the art and the creative endeavors. You may not want to do your creativity gig all the time. You may not want to become, turn your art into a business necessarily. Perhaps you think that putting yourself the pressure to make money with your art or with your creative gifts is too much, or it's simply something you don't want to experience at the moment. And if this is you, that's okay. And it's totally fine too, if in the future you do want to monetize your art, it's all good. So an archetype for this type would be, you know, the classic actor or a writer who also works at the local coffee shop. He's a barista or she's a barista. Model number seven, you can be someone who wants to climb the corporate ladder. You love playing corporate politics and working really hard. And you love the idea of investing your energy in helping someone else grow their company. You actually enjoy learning about negotiation and corporate politics, promotion tactics, and having your business isn't really something that interests you at the moment. And that is totally okay. So an archetype for this would be let's say the marketing coordinator who's looking to one day be the chief marketing officer. Okay, so those are some ideas. Of course, there's many other models and archetypes we can cover. But the main message with this podcast episode is this, building your authentic career confidence is about being at peace with whatever choices you are making in your life and in your career right now how much money you want to make, how much ambition and drive you have, how much time and energy you want to dedicate to work, for whom do you want to be working, what causes and topics do you actually enjoy. All of it is super personal and you get to choose what you value. So really, my advice for you is this, especially if you've never thought that having a different career model was even possible, go think about what kind of unique career and lifestyle model you want to have. I just gave you seven ideas, but you may have other ones. You may be in one of these career models and you may be working on accepting where you're at right now, but you may also be wanting to be in another one of these models. 
And that's totally fine. You can get there if you want to. And if this resonates, let me know your comments over Instagram. My handle is I am Sonia Ortiz and send me a DM or just post in one of my my weekly posts. And the last thing I want to say is this. Remember, there is no career or business police here. I may teach you one model. Another person may teach you another one. Another person says that you need a job and a retirement fund. Another one will tell you that you can never be free unless you work for yourself. So many people have different opinions. And here's the truth. Ultimately, you are the only one who can give yourself permission to just be. Whatever boxes or models you think are okay or not are simply the result of your own thoughts. So choose your thoughts wisely. Okay, my friends, that is it for this week. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Reach out on Instagram. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in learning how coaching can help you navigate career changes and achieve a better work-life balance, then make sure you check out my website at soniaortiz.com. You'll have all the information on how we can work together. Talk to you soon.